You're tuned in to the Tokyo Living Podcast, where we help you live a healthy and enjoyable life in one of the most amazing cities in the world. Tekla Kai Shaori and Hartley Jackson are professional wrestlers based in Japan. On this episode, Sam, along with guest co-host Max, chat to these athletes about their fascinating careers. Tokyo Living is proudly brought to you by Club 360, changing lives through health and fitness. Tekla Kai Shaori and Hartley Jackson, welcome to the Tokyo Living Podcast. Hey, how are you going? How's it going? Hello, thanks very much for joining us, guys. Um, for those watching and listening, I have actually got a special guest co-host uh, today. Um, guest co-host, do you want to introduce yourself? Max. <laughs> and how old are you? How old are you, Max? Six. All right. So Max uh, is very interested or borderline obsessed uh, with uh, with wrestling, as is his younger brother. Um, so we thought it'd be fun. To, to get uh, to get him on the show with you guys today. Uh, before we get started, I think Max, you have a, a message for Hartley. Is that right? Happy birthday! Oh, amazing! Thank you very much. Was that your birthday? Two years young, forty-two. So yes, he's a little bit older than Daddy. Yeah, yeah, and a little bit younger than Uncle Nathan. Yeah, right in between. Happy birthday! I hope you uh, hope you celebrated in style. I did a little bit too much, and I'm still recovering. So. Very nice. <laughs> is it today, Hartley? Is it, is it your is it your birthday today? Uh, well, it was. I think it was Sunday, but today still feels like Sunday. So yes, after today. Happy birthday, mate! Thank you. <laughs> so, um, for the listeners, maybe uh, starting with you, Tech Well, and just tell us a bit about your, your background and, and what brought you out to Japan. Sure. Um, I came to Japan first time in 2017. Um, I had my first match in Japan in 2018, I think. Um, before I came to Japan, I was basically working in Vienna. That's like my, my hometown. Um, I was going to university and starting out as an underground wrestler. Um, had a couple of matches and then very quickly we went to Japan for that first show in 2018. was also underground. And then in 2019, I did my first tour with Ice Ribbon. That was six weeks. And then went back to Austria, came back 2020. And that's when everything really started to kick off with wrestling. And, so, yeah. and for those uh, ignorant uh, people like me, um, on underground wrestling, that sounds pretty full on. What actually is underground uh, compared to uh, yeah, the more professional promotions? Um, underground wrestling is basically well, the way we did it was that we didn't have a ring, so that's that's the main difference. We were working on a very thin mat, basically on the stage, in uh, in in uh, different live venues, for example. So that's the main difference. Actually, everything is a little bit more edgy, a little bit closer to the people, you know, um, um a little bit rougher around the edges, which I personally like, and like I. Very happy that I made this experience. So I know the whole range basically from, you know, just you know, basically started from the bottom and went somewhere in the middle. And now it's you know, the biggest uh, ring when it comes to uh, Josie like female wrestling. You know. Yeah. So. And uh, what's your athletic background? Uh, what did you what did you grow, sports did you grow up playing? And uh, what um, when did you start wrestling? Um, I was. 
Uh, I did all sorts of sports when I was in school. I always loved sports. Started out swimming, then I um, I did track and field. Was running very fast, and I did Zhong, which is a sort of kung fu style. I did that mm. for a couple of years. So that's my basically that's my base. Yeah, and uh, Hartley, so what's your story? Goes back a long time. Uh, I'd say I first started my pro training when I was 17, and that I had my first match when I was 19. Uh, that was all in Australia. Uh, then I traveled overseas 2004, 2005 to America and uh, landed up in LA. Uh, that's where I got introduced to um, the Japanese style of wrestling because they had a training dojo based in LA and then that's how I got my foot in the door to Japan and I first came to Japan in 2006 and then have been a regular every year pretty much since then. Why did you decide to become a wrestler? It's all about that sweet money. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was was something I was really passionate about when growing up. I loved entertainment, of sports. And pro wrestling is the mixture of both. So really uh, drew me in. So that's what that's why I wanted to become a pro wrestler. Yeah. And uh, what what is the whole experience of doing it in Japan compared to the uh, other other parts of the world that you've you've done this in? Um, maybe starting with you, Hartley. What's uh, how's it been? Yeah, my personal experience here is that it's more sport fighting based, which has mm-hmm. like an MMA background to it. Uh, I wasn't introduced to the MMA sort of style until I did the training at the LA Dojo with the Japanese style. Uh, and then from there, I fell in love with it even more. And that's the style that I really loved hmm. for a wrestling. Yeah. Hey, Tekla, for you, how's the, the whole experience been? Um, I think Japan is great uh, for me. I've I've wrestled in Austria. Other than that, only in Germany. But basically, more or less all of most of my experience has been in Japan, so for me, that that's basically all I know. I mean, the biggest yes. difference is really the the, the crowds. I think to me personally, <laughs> and uh, the Western crowds are a lot uh, crazier and louder. And um, that goes for any sport, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the main difference. But I love it because the 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 level of you know, uh, the, the level of quality is very high in Japan, you know. Yeah. It's very, very good wrestling and very good wrestlers. And I like the sports-based style as well. So it's uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, yeah. And obviously there's a, a massive scene over here and, and a, a rich history of pro wrestling in Japan. Um, what do you think makes it such a, a popular thing here? Heckler. <laughs> well, you could you could you could really dive into this, like why Japan, um, why why wrestling in Japan is so popular. It's 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 a very complex um, history, actually, when it comes to that. Started, so I think, in the sixties or seventies, mm. you know, with Ricky Dozan, you know. But we let's not let's not dive into this. I don't really know. Um, Japanese really really love wrestling. Yeah. Really do. 
I have no idea. What would you say, Hardly? It's like got a lot to do with, I think, the, uh, the national spirit in Japan. Yeah. Uh, sports and honor and discipline are something which I think is held very high here. And uh, it's something that I think that every person in J- Japan really relates to. It's that passion, pride, honor, and, uh, integrity. And that not only goes for sport, but also business and uh, classrooms and universities and every every kind of level here yeah and uh there's a number of different promotions here um are they sort of different in the uh the type of sort of entertainment value that they offer or even just the sort of fighting style um yeah how do how do they sort of differ yeah there's a lot of uh very many different groups you you have a range from really hardcore sports style to comedy style and i mean tackler could tell you about the the Joshi promotions, they, you know, range from a comedy style to very hard physical sports style as well. So there's a lot of things for, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, how you have uh, actually ventured into MMA uh, yourself. Um, how many fights have you had? Yeah, I did one pro fight uh, for Lethway, which is a yeah. fighting style from Myanmar. Uh, which involves your eight limbs of your fists, elbows, knees, your head. So you can also headbutt as well. Yeah. I'm gloved. Um, as for MMA, I'm looking for more fights coming up this year. Even though I'm 42, I still believe, uh, you know, that's what I like about Japan is they still believe that you can go no matter what your age is. So I, I really enjoy that prospect. Yeah. As for amateur fights, I've had five amateur fights. Right. Um, no, Lethway is, uh, is pretty brutal with those headbutts. Uh, I've seen the first few times. Well, I, uh, my, uh, younger or youngest, uh, son, uh, Archer actually, uh, scratched my, my nose up and, uh, there was some, yeah. some talk whether I'd, uh, delved into some Lethway fighting myself, but, um, yeah, <laughs> just, just, a ba- just my little baby's, uh, Wolverine claws that, uh, yeah. grow back two days after cutting them. <laughs> don't, don't actually scratch your yeah. toots. Um, and and how does it the training uh, differ from um, the, the the training that you do if you pro wrestling compared to an uh, MMA? I think here in Japan, there's really uh, not much difference at all. I think everyone kind of starts with that MMA background here, and uh, then it's a lot of MMA fighters that move to the pro wrestling. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's not rare to see pro wrestlers move to MMA, but Everyone's pretty much come from a judo, karate, or sporting background here that complements with martial arts. Club 360 is Tokyo's premier health, fitness, and rehabilitation center, offering physiotherapy, personal training, group fitness classes, boxing, sports massage, pilates, and nutrition consultations. With two full-time locations in Mota Azabu and Higashi Azabu, as well as satellite physiotherapy practices in Shibukoen and Yokohama, Club 360 boasts a team of high-level practitioners from all over the world, ready to take care of all your injury and fitness needs and guide you on a path towards a healthy and happier life. Come visit us at club360.jp or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. What made you so strong? Yeah, you, you can you can go first, Declan. No, 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 I want to hear your answer. Yeah, I, it, took a, it took a long time to get strong. And uh, when I left my school, 
pro wrestling, I was actually quite skinny. And then through the first probably five or 10 years, I remained uh, probably around about 85, 90 kilograms. But it wasn't until I started my own gym, uh, my own dojo training, that I really upped my intensity of weights and training because I was there five and six days a week and really applying myself to all of that. Yeah. I'm going through this monster you here today. Yeah, I know. You sort of post, posted on your uh, social media last week. You sort of tipped the scales at 137 kilos, which are uh, yeah. well over 300 pounds in freedom units. Uh, so, so it's pretty impressive physique. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't think when I was trying to chase 100 kilos, it really took a while to tip the scales. Once I got over the triple digits, it was just so... <laughs> The exponential it was a little too easy to fly up from yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, and so what does, uh, what for both of you, what does your sort of uh, training schedule look like? And also the other stuff I know uh, we tried to schedule this call a couple of times and, and both, both of the uh, occasions you had a press conference checklist. So uh, obviously there's a, a, a lot of media commitment involved as well. Um, what, what sort of the, the lifestyle look like for you guys? Maybe Tickler, if you want to. First, um, um, the training schedule um, can vary very much because our our schedule is very dense. We have a lot of matches. We have mm. like a two, sometimes three matches a week. So it really wow. depends on that. Yeah, and especially yeah, as you said, with with the media coverage as well. You know, there's just every day something's happening. So it depends on that. But I do try to hit the gym at least twice a week. Um, for for sessions that can go from one hour to like four hours, you know, it just depends on that and what kind of mood I am. Yeah, I mean, uh, and sometimes I go to the gym even three or four times a week, so it's really it's really up and down. Um, yeah. and yeah, yeah. So that's that. And what's your schedule look like, Howard? Oh, well, now that's always pretty easy, and I'm I'm just recovering. Well, I've recovered from my knee operation that I had. At the end of last year so i'm back in the gym four or five times a week now and then eventually i'll get back in wrestling training which goes three times a week i also help coach some of the young boys they call them here in japan as the young and up uh, up and coming wrestlers yeah and those sessions last from anywhere from about two to three hours per day with weight training then a nap then weight training again after yeah right and um, and what's it so the, the travel commitments like? So um, a lot of the uh, shows on on the road, or it's a basement in Tokyo. Um, what's your since travel schedule like? Well, for me, last week we went to Supporto, which was uh, we have a company bus, so we hop on from Tokyo, travel straight up to Aomori, which is about a nine-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Hop on a ferry, uh, which is about six hours another two or three hours drive to the show. So we arrive in the morning yeah, and then have a show uh, early afternoon. That's crazy. I thought, I thought, I thought I had a time yeah. with like an hour of drives, you know, but that is insane. Yeah. And then the end of last year, we do a straight shot to, uh, to Kyushu as well, which is probably about a 20 hour drive. Uh, but usually if it wasn't for Corona, we would have stops along the way doing a tour, but sometimes it's only been a one or two shot deal now because uh, of a lot of the festivals and events that we do have to do the corona and certain prefectures. Yeah, right. 
Well, so it's no uh, no private jets uh, from city to city. <laughs> no, I did come back by flight, luckily, because I had okay. a show in Tokyo the next day. So the company looked after me there, which was good. But usually it's a uh, bus straight back and not even a rest. It's just uh, back on the bus and off the road. Well, I'm, I'm hoping you at least get a couple of seats to yourself. Yes, I need two. Written into the contract, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are you in need of a good massage? Club 360 boasts a team of experienced massage therapists specialized in sports, Swedish, deep tissue, prenatal and postpartum massage techniques and are able to tailor treatment to your specific needs. Mention Tokyo Living to receive 30% off your first massage for first time users. Contact info at club360.jp for more details. Now, um, uh, Tekla, uh, Max has been watching some of the, the footage of your your bouts, and he has one particular move that he's very impressed by. Um, do you want to describe your favorite move of Tekla's and, and uh, how that looks? I did. I could do the first part, but not the second part, and, like, and I could do the last part. The last part. So what's all the parts? So uh, if people are listening and they haven't watched uh, Tekla's matches, what, what does she do? Is it the one where I go into the bridge like a spider and then I walk, I crawl away from my opponent like a spider and I turn around and at full speed, at full power, I spear them into the midsection. Isn't that one? Is that it? It is, right? Yeah, he was. that's exactly how he described it. <laughs> Yeah, and no, I think uh, he, he wants to know how you practice for that because he, yeah. like you said, he can do bits of it. Oh, man, that is a very difficult move to do. Well, we just saw the, the spear was uh, quite impressive when we, uh, <laughs> we saw them playing the other day with all That's that true. energy. Oh. <laughs> yes. With all that energy that we want. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. Yeah. Um, but um, no, the spear part looks already pretty good. It's really the, the turn that is so difficult. Like, I have done this move since my debut in 2017, I think. That's sort of, like, I've done it a lot of times. I've practiced it a lot of times. But when it's this, the bridge, of course, many people can go into the bridge. Then the next difficult thing to do is walk in a bridge, you know. It's basically, you just have to um, kind of practice, you know, going left hand and then right leg and then right hand and then left leg, you know, and then do that you know back and forth and then the, the the next difficult thing is you have to sort of like flip your leg over to one side it doesn't matter which one you know so so this like from the bridge into the into the box you know this is sort of this is a little bit difficult this takes a lot of practice and then you have to get out fast and then go for the spear so it's it is i am i think that's why people like to watch it because it's like it's hard to do yeah, there's not many people who yeah, no, not many to try and do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Is that helpful, Maxi? Do you think you can practice that? Yeah. Did you want to? You can do it. Yeah. If you if you put a lot of work into it, you can do it for sure. Start practicing. Okay. Did you want to ask uh, Hartley what his favorite movie is? What's your favorite Sue? Um, what's your favorite movie? Oh, I have a lot of favorites. <laughs> 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 I explain what I like. But What's your favorite? Eats more than me. 
Did you what did what you eat way more oh, yeah. than what I oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I well, because you asked before how, how we became strong. That's my secret. I just eat all day long. If I don't stop, like I have to tell myself to stop at some point, otherwise I would even eat a lot more. But that's how I it's just <laughs> if you want to become strong, just eat, 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 eat until <laughs> you can't anymore. Do you know what I'd like to see? If it, do you know what your energy intake is, is like? It's uh, Sebastian sort of crunched the numbers on how many calories you're going through a day. Yeah. Glue, yeah. <laughs> so what I'm I'm aiming for right now because because I try to keep I try to cut right now. I'm aiming for thousand three hundred, you know, because that's that's what what would be suitable for my size. But if if I could if I wouldn't care. I would go for three thousand. <laughs> three thousand, okay. And how, how much? But if but like, but usually I go around like thousand eight hundred, two thousand two hundred. Yeah. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so then back to uh, the other half of the question, Hartley. What is your favorite move uh, uh, to watch? It's the power bomb. Yeah, that's my mm-hmm. favorite wrestling move to watch. Is if them up, slams them down onto their back. Uh, and then the favorite one that I like is the top rope elbow drop. But now being over 300 pounds, that's a little bit more difficult. I can imagine. <laughs> Without that hurts me. Yes. <laughs> and Maxi, what's your favorite move? Uh, I don't know what it's called. Yeah. But, but I have. But you lift people up and then slam them down. Okay. That's always yeah. good. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that, pile driver. Tombstone pile driver. Yeah. Put them, put them up and then slam them down. And that's a very broad picture. I'm stuck. Yeah. What about the five knuckle shuffle? You like that too? Right? Yeah. You know, I love it's one of my favorites. Not my favorite, but it's one of them. <laughs> who's your, your favorite wrestler? Max. John Cena. Mm. <laughs> of course. He <laughs> loves John Cena still. Fantastic. Good choice. Who, who's Alex's favorite? Uh, I don't know. The top listener. I think. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, who's, your least, who's your least favorite wrestler? Who told you like? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know hate like everyone, right? That's good because there shouldn't be hate in this world. Exactly. <laughs> Club 360 are proud to announce the launch of our online corporate ergonomics and wellness program. This program is delivered in bite-sized chunks of one to five minute video clips every day for 12 weeks and covers topics such as pain, injury prevention, best setup, productivity, all-cause mortality, as well as a guide to 20 easy-to-implement desk-based exercises to keep you active throughout the workday. We also have an optional test and certification available. Contact info at cob360.jp for more details. So are there any other sort of, various crazy experiences that you guys have had uh, you know, within the, um, the industry out here or even uh, in other parts of the world? Literally, probably nothing I can mention. Um, yeah, especially not in front of a six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's uh, I guess uh, just the lifestyle of living in Japan is pretty crazy. 
obviously a whole different culture that I'm that I'm used to. Mm. You know, it's yeah, there's so many stories that I even <laughs> even know where to where to start. Obviously, being 300 plus pounds here with a mohawk here stand yeah. out quite a bit. That I either make children cry or some people just laugh right at me, and um, it's just quite an interesting experience. Yeah, I'm looking here, and I wouldn't change it for the world either. I, I'm, yeah. Can you can you tell us about the situation where you made kids cry? How does that how does that? Just just walking down the street uh, in the trains. Um, some some are completely fascinated and won't stop looking, and then others will just turn away and stuff. And then I had uh, this this old lady. I was walking down the street. This was before the pandemic started, so at mass. And she just looked at me and just burst out laughing, you know, pointing. It's just, you know, strange creature. Which I can completely completely understand, though. It's just, yeah. What is this thing walking down my street? (laughs) I know when you were taking photos with the boys, uh, I heard Alex just sort of turned around and and was just staring. (laughs) (laughs) That was brilliant. That was so beautiful. We were wearing the jackets right before we took yeah. the pictures. Like yeah. you couldn't, couldn't really see, right? And then we we're like, "Oh, let's take some pictures." Of course, we gotta, you know, take everything off. And then the boys were just like, <laughs> <laughs> "Pretty big." Yeah, Tech lady, out of any funny stories, uh, experiences from your side? Well, I think I mean that's why I, um you know, started out in the wrestling business. Every day is crazy, really. You know, it's just, uh, it's just the most exciting job that I could, that I could think of. That's why I became a wrestler. Yeah. Uh, any crazy stories? It's similar to what Hartley was talking about, right? And it's just the, the fascination of like normal people, you know, when they, when yeah. they see you, like, um, uh, at, you know, I just go to a bar that I take my jacket off and, and people are just like, whoa, what, 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 what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. This little white girl sitting in the bar talking Japanese, and all of a sudden she's like, "Where is she?" You know, people are just like um, fascinated. And um, other than that, it's it's just cool. Like with the with the level of like pain that I've got now with stardom, you know, it's just it's just kind of I just enjoy you know going to the gym or or wherever, and then I just do my you know my regular routine, and then. I notice somebody's just like looking a little bit too much, you know, and then it's just like something wrong. And then it's like, yeah, thank you, you know. Uh, and then they're, they're like, you know, they just um, introduce themselves and they're like, oh, I'm a big fan, you know, that's sort of, you know, it's just kind of kind of cool. Um, or just walking down the street and then somebody's like from the other side, like, hey, champ, you know, and it's the kind of, it just kind of makes me happy, you know, yeah, for sure. starting to recognize you. But crazy stories, like, man, yeah, the same as Hartley, really. The, the really crazy stuff is not really suitable for podcasts <laughs> like that. Very nice. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, hopefully uh, you get to maybe catch up in new person and, uh, yeah, um, share some of their stories over a drink sometime. 100%. <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, talking about uh, yeah, uh, fame and stardom, uh, if people want to uh, follow you, um, where, where's the easiest place to follow? I guess, first of all, uh, in the prom- promotions, um, 
when are your events usually on and what promotion uh, are you a part of? And then if you guys want to share any some social handles or anything uh, that people can follow. I'll go first because I'm the, I'm the least famous one out of the two of us. But if you Google Hartley Jackson, you'll find all the information there, all my social media, media pages and everything. And uh, yeah, uh, my company here is Zero One. And right now shows are all over the place. So if you check out their website, zero dash one dot co dot j yeah awesome yeah and for me it's uh my company is called stardom you just google them and then you can see all the schedules you know, we're also all over the place tokyo um but also japan anywhere really and um you can find me as well if you google me t-h-e-k-l-a tech club and I'm on Twitter and I'm on Instagram. It's both as toxic underscore Tekla. So you can find me there. Very, very cool handle. And, uh, and we'll put uh, all your, your details and uh, handles and things in the show notes. Um, and then, Maxi, if people want to follow you, how do they follow you? You can follow me at YouTube on Max Japan. So Max has just started his own YouTube channel, bilingual YouTube channel. So you can, uh, if you want uh, a little bit more insight into the life of uh, this six-year-old, then uh, you can follow uh, Max. Great channel name too, Bash <laughs> Japan. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you very much, uh, both of you, for, for coming on today. It was really cool to, uh, to hear your stories. And uh, for having us. All the best for uh, your upcoming matches. And, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll uh, see you again in person soon. Definitely. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Tokyo Living Podcast. If you enjoyed the content, we'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you'd like to enjoy your podcast. We look forward to seeing you again on the next episode. Have a healthy and active week.